Today's episode is brought to you by Alliance Aviation. Whether your mission is flying in style to any of the circuits on this year's Formula One calendar or simply traveling for business, Alliance's team of aviation professionals is ready to get you from point A to point B. When you fly with Alliance as a charter customer, we deliver superior aircraft, fair pricing, and no long-term commitments. And right now, we have an ongoing promotion to save you 5% on all jet cards. Normally, a jet card can cost you $6,500 per flight hour, but when you use promo code POINTS, you can save over $8,000 per jet card. Use promo code POINTS and fly to the Formula One circuits in style at fly.flyalliance.us slash points. Welcome back to another episode of In The Points Podcast, the fastest growing Formula One podcast in the world and the only podcast growing at the speed of Formula One. I'm your host, Matt Dottiel, and joined, as always, with me is my co-host, Sam DRS Russell. Sam, what's up, man? Welcome back. Thanks for having me, Matt. I am uh, very excited to go down under, have a couple of fosters, some baby back ribs, maybe a blooming onion. Um, I'm pumped, you know, late night race. I, mean, yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to get into it. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, we're yucking it up with Steve Irwin and the Stingrays. Um, yep. Joined also on, alongside us, we've got Stefano Stagano, Sedano. Uh, Stefano, man, it, it's so good to have you back alongside us this week. Righty, mate. How you going? Good eye, good eye, good eye. Shrimp on the Barbie Fosters. I can't wait to go down to Australia. That was something that i don't think our listeners will ever want to grace their ears ever again with but i like your danny ricardo impression it was pretty good um you weren't smiling as much as he would be but he's definitely smiling a little bit this weekend heading to his home race sadly he won't be partaking in any of the track uh activities too bad for him um guys Late race for us. It's a 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time time zone. We're going to Australia, the land down under. For those listeners who don't follow F1 or couldn't put two and two together with some of the intros that the guys had here. Uh, But guys, third race of the season, the news cycle has been so slow. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Like, almost like... Nobody is talking about anything. Everyone's, you know, eyes wide shut, sealed lips. I don't know what to make of it, but it's been dead in the rumor mill. Dry as a bone. 
Yeah, I've been pretty dry. Um, I think like everything that I've seen, it's always like this team has X upgrade planned for Baku or maybe Imola, but nothing really around this race, oddly enough. Um, it's been pretty sick time for the memes, though. A lot of pretty cool memes going around F1 Twitter. Saw a couple like coffee cups with uh, Michael Massey quotes and stuff like that. So it was like cool time for memes. So it's kind of win-win for F1 fans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a shame because usually at this time we love to do our upgrade bust of the week. Like, oh, wow, these guys bringing upgrades and it's a bunch of junk. It's a bunch of crap. But nobody's actually doing anything. Um, third race, almost like an anonymous race. The only thing that's like really been talked about in the in the news cycle has been like is red bull's pace going to start to slowly evaporate um the wind tunnel time people are really starting to talk about it and i don't i can't tell if this is just a function of there's nothing to talk about or if this is like something that's actually concerning um that their pace is going to start to slowly dissipate their advantage is going to go away the wind tunnel time is going to catch up to them i know we talked a little bit about it last week on the podcast but stefano tell us your thoughts man like are we like are we kind of victims to this news cycle and starting to talk too early about stefano had this first by the way stefano was the first person in f1 media to point out that red bull was going to suffer some time struggles with the wind tunnel stefano yeah, man. 100%. As a as a tech expert, you know, I was I was first to break this news. Um, you know, Helmut Marco was actually discussing this a few weeks prior to me breaking it, and we didn't really put a lot of stock in it because Red Bull has been so dominant over the past two races. Um, but clearly, if there are other more credible sources that are you know breaking this news, and there must be some sort of material loss that red bull is anticipating i mean granted it may be like a tenth or two in terms of lap times that they might lose but you know in formula one you guys know it everyone that follows formula one knows it losing a tenth or two on it over a, a lap is a pretty big margin oh, so yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty it's pretty big when other teams are probably going to be going in the other way when they're yeah, i was about to say other teams are catching up most right notably direction. most notably aston martin you know their pace is just great over the past couple of races. Fernando Alonso back-to-back podiums. Uh, Lance Stroll was having a strong race up until uh, some reliability issues cost him uh, probably maybe a top five finish if he could have uh, climbed his way through the pack a little bit more. But, um, you know, teams are gaining on Red Bull. You know, uh, Toto Wolf uh, said infamously over the past week, I think, that uh, he was pretty blatantly going to try and copy the Red Bull concept. And he was like, there's no shame in it. If no it works, shame. It works. No shame whatsoever. I hope that Mercedes shows up to whether it's Imola or Baku in a black Red Bull. Would be pretty wild. I just hope they do that, and we see some sick battles. Like it would just be so fun seeing uh, Mercedes with the same type of pace that Red Bull does. We just have such great races again. Uh, it's just the the whole idea that that could happen is tantalizing. It's crazy. I mean, you know, it would be funny because he did say he'd throw a little sponsor sticker on the on the car um, and as a nod to Red Bull, which would be pretty funny. Like, I, I don't know how I think about him having like that no shame where it's like, all right, you're a top team. And for you to like sit there and say, I'm just going to copy the other car. Like, I don't know. It seems a little bit like. 
I think it's funny. I think it's hysterical. I, I appreciate it. he wants to win. That's all he matters. But like, I don't know for Asamar to do something like that. Like that makes sense. But like you're Mercedes Benz, you're Patronus of Mercedes Benz F1 racing. Like, why are you the one that's sitting out there being like, ah, I'll copy my competitor's car. It's like, really? Like, that's what the sport has come down to the two top teams and, and they have to copy each other to like win. They're not smart enough to come up with like their own design. Like, well, that's Matt, the, Matt, hold that's on, the hold sport on. now. Hold on, Matt. It's not as simple as just copying like uh, the car. I mean, he said like, it. You, you have to, you have to have a great team um, who can actually put together that concept. Like if it was that easy, everyone would do it. And they would, Aston Martin be, did it. it would be no shame. Aston Martin did it. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and they're still not as fast as Red Bull, so it's more it's a lot more complicated than just yeah. Like it's saying, taken oh, us we're going to copy their idea and be as fast as to catch up too. I'm a, I'm totally aware that it's harder in practice, but to like be a team principal and be like, yeah, like our car, like if it had to come down to us painting a Red Bull black with the Mercedes decal, like I would do it. Isn't that kind of like just like like admitting you can't? do it like i don't know it just seems weird like i wouldn't want my i don't think they need to admit that they can't like... do it dude have you seen the difference between red bull's pace and mercedes pace like they they can't do it they haven't figured it out and it's yeah i know if they don't do something if they don't do something radical then there it's going to be like this for years so they it's... i know i'm with you that's what i find so what so the alternative part. is just continue doing what you're doing so it like you have to make the change I know. And if you have the, if you have the ability to actually figure out a way to copy their concept to a T and get as fast as them, that's hats off to Mercedes. I'll tell you why is it? I don't, I see, hold on. That's what I don't get though. Like I, I'm with you that they're not there and they need to do something, but isn't it like embarrassing? You've won eight championships in a row and you have to, and you come right out to the public and admit you're so lost out there. You might have to copy your competitor. Like it's like I'm with you, Sam. I totally get it. Like he wants to win, he needs to do it. They they don't have the right car. They're behind on the pace. They need to totally abandon the design. I'm totally on board with all of that. I I get that. Kudos if they can figure it out. But to like admit in the public, oh, we're just gonna copy our competitor, isn't that like embarrassing? Eight time world champion, and they have to like they can't figure anything else out. So they're I don't like, know if no embarrassing is the right word. Like he has he has to swallow his pride a little bit. All right, all right. Maybe embarrassing is the wrong word, but like that's not encouraging. Like no, I mean, they pretty much ad- admitted defeat from their original right. concept to Red Bulls. I mean, that's, right. yeah, is if that's what you want him to say, I think he could he can say it with without actually saying those words. Like, it's pretty clear Red Bulls concept is superior to Mercedes. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, what's the ironic part is that Mercedes concept is still superior to that of Ferrari, which is even funnier, right? Because I think the if you were to do transitive property of the top three teams, if I'm saying Mercedes should be embarrassed that they have to copy Red Bull, then what does that make Ferrari, who's got a totally different concept, and they're behind Mercedes? But that's a horse of well, a Matt. The boat. new the uh, the new rumor is that they're now coming to Imola or Baku, one of the two, with a totally different concept as well. So you know, it'll be funny is if uh, Ferrari came to the table with the Mercedes concept, and Mercedes yes, came I to the bought. table with the Red Bull concept, and they were still just in the same exact order as they were before. Um, but yeah, I mean. Who knows? I tend to think that, you know, these guys are really good. Sometimes um, you got to make concessions. I just was like, I couldn't believe Toto. I thought it was like, I love the guy. He wants to win. 
thought it was pretty crazy to admit like, yeah, we're so behind. I'd just do anything. Um, he put this he, point. I think at this point, the performance on track is a lot more embarrassing than anything Toto could say about exactly uh, copying Red Bull. True. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, it would be pretty funny to see a Red Bull sticker on the Mercedes car, just like add a, add another sponsor to is to Red there. Bull, not Red Bull. Is uh, Mercedes still sponsored by Monster? Yes, I believe so. That would be that would be really weird. It would be really weird if they were sponsored by both of the top energy drinks, um, which would be hysterical. But I just think it would be pretty funny to see a little little Red Bull decal on a Mercedes car. Um, that'd be pretty funny. Speaking of sponsors um, and and F one Liberty Media guys, Liberty Media big time news article this week that they're thinking of totally abandoning free practice sessions. First off. I have my opinions. You guys know me. I'm not one to have many opinions in this space, but this was the, this is the hottest news. I've been scrolling Twitter just to see if I could pick out like a funny F1 tweet that just happened now as like a news article, literally nothing. But one thing that definitely, one thing that definitely has happened this week, Liberty media talking about no more free practices. Stefano, what is your thoughts on going into a season where you watch qualifying in the race and that's it. That would be pretty terrible. And seeing Awful. as I'm, I'm going to speak in so far as like a, an attendant to a live F1 race, you know, we're all going to the race in Austin later on this year. Imagine you buy tickets expecting a full race weekend, FP one, two, three qualifying in the race. Then all of a sudden next year you go to buy the same ticket. And then over half of your experience is taken away. It's incredible. It's insane. It's nuts. It's stupid. It's asinine. It's another case where Liberty Media is like, they can't leave well enough alone. Why don't you just fix the product you have? People aren't mad at you because they're showing free practice. Matt, Stefano Domenicali was on record as saying free practice is great for the engineers. It's very helpful for them. But for the fans, it's not entertaining enough. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that's what he said. And I, I'm, pretty entertained by the free practice sessions i don't know I'm, about you guys i am wildly entertained i love free practice and here's what i, I just thought about this on the spot if when you do your the, best work yeah no this is going to be good this is a really good take um you guys are going to enjoy this can't wait So, i think if they want to mess around with free practice they should give one point to the fastest car in free practice no Every single free i practice. i i'm in favor of incentivizing free practice but not insofar as points Sam, I love that take. However, you know what would happen? It would just be somebody like going a low fuel mode and just putting on soft tires and trying to pip the fastest lap right at the end of practice to pick up a point. Yeah, it would be chaos at the end of every free practice. It would be like <laughs> it, would a qualifying be a qualifying. it would be like Q3 in the last five minutes of every free practice. It would be incredible. You know what I did? What was it? We said Monaco last year should be a skills competition. They should have like a skill, <laughs> a point for like each like race weekend is like fastest pit you get like yeah. a point or something like that. Well, the skills competition in Monaco starts too. Yeah, I just think it's a stupid concept because you can't. These cars are only getting on track either. That would mean like you have the practice, the testing sessions preseason for one weekend, and then wind tunnel. You can't That's do it. testing mid-season either. You used yeah. to be able to 
that's during the season. You can't do that. No. So the only the time only, the Kyle... races would be such shit shows. Like every like yeah. cars would be breaking down left and right. Everywhere they'd be breaking down. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It won't go through. It's so stupid. Uh, I don't Fuck even Liberty know. Media, man. All my Dude, homies hate Liberty Media. Liberty Media is honestly like almost ruining Formula One. They were doing good for a little bit insofar as like what uh, year like 2006 when nobody was watching tv when like tvs still weren't tvs <laughs> no, like, no seriously like in 2006 like tvs were like three thousand pounds like That's now the tv is like like a 50 inch tv weighs like the size like a piece of paper like that was back in the day like when you didn't even have like streaming or anything now like it's like <laughs> What does that have to do with Liberty Media? Like now is more of a time where you like need, like he said, that was when they were like, okay. It was like back when like you didn't need to be good. You just, if you have, if you're on TV, you were good. Now it's like you're competing with like Disney plus and like all these streamings are like, you have to be on top of your game. Like we got people like putting VR headsets on to watch football and stuff like that. Like you need like Liberty Media needs to stop like messing with the product, like fix it. Like Matt, I got another big brain idea right here. I love it. They need to develop Liberty Media. I'm talking about needs to develop VR headsets where you can be on board. That would be with incredible. A driver. That'd be incredible during that's, the that's race live. Like stop. I just came up with two away. genius ideas. That was an incredible idea, Sam. Like stop taking things away and start adding things. Like, could you imagine if you're just like we wake up one day and you just have a VR headset and you're just like on board with Max Verstappen and you're like dancing around like what the heck like an overtake but like imagine being in Joe Guanyu's car at Silverstone start last year and like you just have to like you're like upside down and you flip over and like it would be unbelievable. Imagine reliving Roman Grosjean's crash at, at Bahrain in a VR headset. Like I mean that would be absolutely stunning. I, I don't know. I, I just – I'm so sick and tired. Their their coverage, their, it's been terrible this year. It's their been, coverage is a joke. It's a joke. And now you got them talking about taking away – not only are they taking it away because they don't think it's for the viewers, they're taking it away for the track time. The engineers need this. They don't get to yeah. race the cars anywhere. So you're telling me you're going to go into a weekend qualifying. No idea. Yep, just kind of do something. It's yeah, stupid. go straight. Go straight into qualifying. Try to put in a fastest lap. You don't even know if your engine's gonna survive or not. Exactly. It's it's idiotic. It's asinine. It's stupid. I hate it. I I have nothing good to say about that. Um, maybe they should. Maybe they should take a, a play out of Toto Wolf's playbook and say like, you know what? Hand up. We got it wrong. Because I can't take it anymore. I can't take Liberty Media. I, I'm 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 at my wits end with what's happening. When I sit down Sundays to watch this and I'm looking to see what's going to happen with like Max and Charles or Charles and Lewis. And I see like a fight with Piastri and DeVry for like the pit and like lap 18. And I'm like, this is absolutely asinine. Um, speaking of Piastri, guys, newest segment for us. Uh, we have the McLaren sponsor of the week presented to you by Alliance Aviation. We have a new we're going to have a weekly segment um it's going to be the mclaren sponsor of the week uh guys mclaren has announced that they have partnered with workday on a multi-year partnership the team now is last on the grid they're the new williams and they have the most sponsors by two they have 47 sponsors alfa romeo has 45 
Then it's Red Bull and Ferrari tied at 36. Alpine at 31. Aston Martin at 28. For, uh, Mercedes at 27. Williams, 22. AlphaTauri, 17. And Haas, 14. They have almost three times, four times as many sponsors as Haas. And they have about 0% of the points. I'm looking at a like a listing of all of their sponsors and like like the logos. Give us the I craziest don't even, one. I, well, that's what I'm about to say. I can't. I don't even know like 90% of what these companies are. This I feel like ridiculous. they're just like random tech companies that want to throw a logo on a failing car. I told you guys they were the Silicon Valley Bank of the F1 world. Just give yeah, them welcome, welcome, come all. They were the tech island, the Telus Island. Give us your you're hungry, you're tired, you're poor. We'll take whoever. And I don't get it because, like, they're picking up big names like Google, like Workday, Salesforce. And I'm sitting there being like, do these guys watch F1? Like, they, I don't know. Zach Brown just must be, like, such an American pureblood that he's able to, like, swing. not even American. Well, he doesn't have an accent. Zach Brown's not American. I thought he was American. I think he's Canadian. Even worse, man. Those Canadians. Even worse. I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to look up Zach Brown. He is, yeah, no, he's an American businessman and former professional racing driver. He no way. Him. What? That guy drove monster cars. That guy no, is he's, a monster. He's got, car. he's got a lot of history with uh, racing, dating back to 1988. 1988 what was he doing in 1988 carding he was like a a professional carter british gt championship le mans classic rolex monterey fia gt3 ferrari challenge north america brick car these are pretty legit no zach brown zach brown's pretty legit for like a like an amateur for a, race for a marketing tool bag for a marketing tool bag. You know what? I will say this. Say what you want about McLaren this year. Say how crazy it is that they have 47 sponsors. Hats off to Zach Brown for convincing 47 people to do business with the McLaren F1 team. Who's dead last Gene Haas could take a play or two out of that. If Gene Haas had as many sponsors as McLaren, they'd be competing for the constructors with Red Bull. <laughs> Like, it's not even like a crazy comment either. Like, I'm dead serious. Well, anyway, guys, congrats. Hats off to McLaren for getting Workday. The McLaren Sponsor of the Week presented to you by Alliance Aviation. Um, congrats, Zach Brown. You did it. You got the McLaren Sponsor of the Week award. Um, can't wait to see what it has in store next week. I'm sure we're going to see, like, Coinbase on the car and, and right in time. How many Locker. sponsors does Alfa Romeo have? Uh, 45. What other... I don't know what's more surprising, how bad McLaren has been or that Alfa Romeo has that many sponsors. I couldn't name one that they have. Yeah. Alfa I... and Romeo are the only two I can name. What's the next crappy, like, system, like, uh, office system that McLaren can be sponsored? McLaren by? Racing, brought to you by Linux Operating System. Salesforce, Workday, like, what Slack. else? What? Yeah, what Zoom? Is Zoom, Zoom next? Zoom, Google Meet, like there's probably gonna be like Google a hangout, like a McAfee antivirus software partnership, like just stuff that is like I, I can't even believe it. Oh boy, Claren, I mean, brought to you by dead subscriptions to AOL. <laughs> yeah, like the mind the minefield game that comes with every Windows com, program, <laughs> Tetris. 
What an what an absolute crazy time that we're living in. The McLaren F1 is last on the grid and has the they are leading the charge in. And by the way, I have to say something about McLaren. Uh their pit stops are terrible. Like you should stay away from those pit stops. I don't think yeah, they've even. It was one top. of my. It was going to be one of my bets this week. I'll I'll cross that one out. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's a good time to fade me. Um. Anywho, guys, pivoting our week like terrible week for news. Awful. Um, Stefano, you've been killing on the Instagram game. I saw a comment you left that the Formula E cars sound like crap. I laughed out loud. Terrible. Absolutely. Yeah, terrible. I think I think our, our listener base is probably glad to hear that we most likely will never cover anything for Formula E. No, um, it'll only be stuff like this where um, unless Jarno, maybe Jarno gets a shot in Formula E. Maybe. Maybe. Jarno. Uh, guys, Australia Grand Prix, it's race week. I forgot to say it. It's race week. This is sick. Um, super pumped up. Stefano, do you have a track preview prepared? Because we're about to move on to the Stagano, the new Stagano track walk preview. You know what, Mike? I do have a track walk prepared. Are you going to do the whole thing in the Australian accent? Because no, I'll I have to. I, I would rather... I'd rather like cut my own leg off than do that. Yeah, I would rather cut my own leg off too. So, all right, hit us with it, brother. Well, <laughs> we are back to racing this weekend after taking a weekend off to bring the whole Formula One circus down under. Last time out in Saudi Arabia, we saw the street king Sergio Perez take a dominant victory after battling Fernando Alonso early on. Max Verstappen completed a second consecutive 1-2 for the Austrian outfit as they pull out a commanding lead in both Drivers' and Constructors' championships. Fernando Alonso did all he could to hold off the Red Bull stampede, and did well to finish on the podium. This Red Bull dominance is already becoming a recurring theme this year, as they look to make it three one-twos out of three as they face off with the Albert Park circuit, a formidable 5.2-kilometer 16-turn opponent, which, I might add, is technically a street circuit. Fernando Alonso will also look to turn his podiums into race wins, whilst last year's winner, Charles Leclerc, will be desperate to turn Ferrari's ill fortunes around. While we watch on, there will be plenty to look ahead to, so it's time to put some shrimp on the bobby, grab a Melbourne bitter, and go waltzing with Matilda, because this is the Australian Grand Prix. Hell yeah, brother. Fire it up. Australian Grand Prix. Last year, we saw Chuck Leclerc... Sergio Perez, George Russell go one, two, three. I think this is also the weekend. Chuck had a grand slam, all four points. Um, or all, he was race leader for all laps, race winner, fastest lap, and pole. Um, Verstappen, engine failure. Hopefully, it doesn't repeat this year. Um, guys, it's multiple DRS zones, Sam. This is a track that you love at a time that you're, you hate. Um, actually, no, I don't like this track. Uh, that's been like a thing for me. I don't like Albert park at all. And here, so here's the thing. I was trying to think about why I don't like it. Cause I, I could never really put my finger on why I don't like it. And it hit me today. I hate how many lines there are everywhere all over the track. Yeah, I get so confused and it's just like visually aesthetically. It's one of the most unpleasing tracks that they race at. I think it's like ugly and gross and I think with all the lines everywhere, I just, I really don't like the track at all. 
Brand yeah, probably has to take the top spot for most visually displeasing track. It is a pretty visually. Which would you say, Stefano, this one or um, the French Grand Prix? I think because I have a lot of nostalgia for Albert Park, definitely the um, Paul Ricard circuit is the most Ricard. visually displeasing. Yeah. I, I hate playing there on the video game. I hate watching it on the television. It's an awful track. I'm glad it's off the calendar. I don't want to talk about the French Grand Prix ever again, unless it's at Monucor. Wow. Yeah, I mean, very nostalgic for you, Melbourne, the city you grew up in. So yeah, very, man. very fun for you. Um, guys, I I think like I'm excited for it. It's a day race, but it feels like it's a night race. It's just a weird time. I'm just excited because I feel like we're going to see something crazy happen this weekend. Like I, I think certainly last, hope so. Like the last couple races on paper have been boring, like in the sense of like, Red Bull 1-2, Red Bull 1-2. And even then, Jetta was just kind of like, meh. Um, Bahrain was kind of meh. I feel like we're going to like be in for a treat this weekend. We kind of, we have to be. like We are kind of due for something weird to happen. Yeah, so like five safety cars and like a red flag restart or something crazy. Speaking of safety cars, supposedly Red Bull's boycotting the safety car this weekend because the safety car driver... Um, had come out and basically he was gifted. He basically did what Ted Kravitz did last year, or was it Ted Kravitz? Yeah. Did last year and insulted the Red Bull team from 2021 Abu Dhabi last race, last lap of the the season. Um, I didn't think you could boycott a safety car. Like, what does that even look like? Are they just going to keep thinking like drive past? Like, I, I, how do you, I don't like, I like, how do you boycott a safety car? Guys? We're going to find out. I've never, <laughs> seen, I've never seen such sour winners as the entire Red Bull organization. Yeah, it kind of comes to the territory. You know? Yeah, when you win an illegitimate championship, I suppose. Yeah, they hate, you just hate us because you ain't us, brother. I mean, that's just kind of flat and simple, like how it works. Um, all right, guys, on to our race predictions of the week. Um, we are going to give you the poll and then P1 through P3. We do this pre-race weekend, pre-free practice. We're the only podcast that does this before free practice. A lot of these other ones do it after free practice. Once you see the cars on track, it's much easier to predict. So we're going to go poll and then who we think is going to be on the podium. Uh, Stefano, why don't you kick us off this week, brother? That's a great idea, Matt, because not only are we doing predictions before everybody else, this is also uh, our intra podcast race for the golden ass golden ass golden ass i finally in my possession here it is the golden ass it's Uh, a little smaller than i was expecting uh, but uh i'd say i'd say it's about average size um for those who are listening and not watching it's the size of a monopoly piece yeah it's a little bit bigger a little bit bigger a little bit bigger but basically in the same like vein same category as a monopoly piece but anyway without further ado um it's kind of hard to argue against this but i see max on pole uh for this weekend uh to do a podium prediction i am picking sergio perez to win the race wow i'm picking not only sergio to overtake max for a race win i'm picking fernando alonso to overtake max for p2 
And P3, I mean, by process of elimination, it's got to be Max because there's no other car on the grid that can rival either of those two teams at this point. You have Checo, Alonzo, and Max. That's your podium prediction with Max on pole and somehow gets overtaken by his teammate and by uh, two-time world champion El Plan Fernando Alonso. Correct. No no issues with his car, just pure pace isn't there. He's not as good as them. Uh, Well, lest we forget, Albert Park is technically a street circuit. Checo is a street king. Um, I think all but one of his race wins have come at street circuits. Uh, We'll have to double check that. Um, But I I have a feeling I'm right. Um, So I think because he's so adept somehow at racing on these street circuits, he has a little bit of extra fortitude to overtake his teammate. And I mean, Fernando Alonso, how can you argue against Fernando Alonso? Wow, so you really think like Aston Martin's making some strides at the pace this weekend? Yeah, uh, early season at least, I think they are uh, the pick for number two as far as constructors go. We'll see, obviously, throughout the course of the year, but these first probably like five, ten races, they've, they have a, a, a solid opportunity to cement their place as number two in the constructors. Like for the year or like just for the first five to ten races? For the year. So you agree with my preseason take of them being ahead of Ferrari and being third in the Why are we talking about preseason takes? I mean, you guys called me crazy and you wanted me to cut the clip so you could remind me that I was a crazy person halfway through. And three races in, two races in, Stefano is completely saying they're going to be ahead of Mercedes and Ferrari or Red Bull in some combination. Well, I'm saying they they have the opportunity to. I'm just saying, like, I got attacked when I said Aston Martin was going to be ahead of Ferrari for third. And now we got for, uh, like Stefano predicting races that they're going to be second, two races in. Like, I'm not predicting them to be second. I'm saying just they did. have a strong, I've said they have a strong opportunity. You're putting, Matt, you're, putting, you're putting words in his mouth, Matt. Uh, he put the own words in his own mouth. All right, we'll move on. Sam, who do you got, pole and podium? Um... So I do agree. I feel like Max is going to kind of be out there with vengeance, and I think he'll he'll qualify and pull. Um, he's just tough right now, and and I think he probably is seeing red after Checo kind of like emasculated him um, last race. So yeah, I think he'll end up on pole. So it, in terms of the actual race, I'm like you know I've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I'm gonna go with Checo to win the race. Uh, I still think Max is dealing with some reliability issues and the car hasn't really been acting all that great for him. So uh, maybe look for something to happen with him um, that holds him back from winning. So I like Checo to win, Max to come in second. And then I like Charles Leclerc to round out the podium and finish third. I think um, this track with it being more flowy with high-speed corners um, and some straights, the the DRS kind of lines up a little bit more to Ferrari's strengths uh, rather than Aston Martin, which doesn't have great straight line speed. Um, So I'm looking for Ferrari to have a little bit of a comeback weekend. Chuck hasn't been on on the podium yet this year, so I think he's kind of due. Um, And, yeah, that's a little bit of a preview for my uh, one of my my bets this week. All right. Well – Interesting. Interesting take. I mean, 
I'm going to go Max on pole. I think that's pretty clear at this point. You know, save reliability. He was a half a second ahead of his teammate all weekend and like a second ahead of the field last weekend until he had the the drive shaft issue. So I think Max is going to be on pole. I mean, we're hunting for the golden ass here, and I think Max is going to win. I think he's, like you said, he's got out for blood. He's got... He's got red in his eyes. He wants to win. He's super pissed he didn't win last weekend. Uh, maybe they're all worried about the pace and the points, and he wants to get as many points as possible. I think it's going to be a Grand Slam weekend for Max. Um, then I think Checo. I think you see the third Red Bull 1-2. And I think you see George Russell round out the podium. I think that Mercedes is definitely faster than Ferrari. Uh, it's a flip of a coin, them and Aston Martin for me right now. But I think they might have something. I think that they've got... He won. He came in third last year. Um, I think that the, he likes this track. I think, you know, Lewis this week described him as a future world champion. I think he's a pretty tough driver. Um, I don't see a Ferrari being ahead of him. It's just whether or not they have a good package this weekend to compete with Aston Martin. And I bet you they out-strategize them. I bet you they capitalize on a late safety car, pit him. He goes on a longer stint, um, and he, he ends up, you know, coming in third. That's my, my prediction for the week. Man, nice. This ass could be yours with this. With this, yeah, I could be. Yeah, in the Matt, you really want you really want the ass. I Max, mean, every single race so far, three for three. Huh? I said you really want the ass. Pick Max all three races so far. I mean, why wouldn't you? Like, I want the ass. Like, I mean, you guys predicting? Guy. He's are you guys a... like giving legit predictions, or are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Same. So am I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? That's an ass, man. He. Wants I'm an it. ass guy. I want the ass. I want that ass. Give me that ass. That golden ass. Yeah. Speaking of opposite of ass, Sam, you have not been ass. You've been really tough. You've been nails this year and in all of your bets. And for the last segment of the week, we got the none other. We make it with this is like, you know, this is my big host brain just teasing the listeners, waiting for the very last segment of the week for you to unveil your picks. Because I know that the listeners back home were dying to know. Where should they put their money this weekend? How can they make a dollar? How can they, you know, capitalize on Formula One, break their bookmaker, and win some money from Vegas? So, Sam, why don't you tell the listeners back home how they can do that this week? Yeah, sure. So, these are some early week bets. Uh, Keep an eye out for the matchup bets. Those are our bread and butter. Those are how we really make some cash on F1. Um, But in terms of early week bets, I guess it's a short card this week. Um, not, not a lot of enticing bets, uh, at this point in time, but something I do like, I just alluded to earlier. I like Charles Leclerc to finish on the podium this weekend. Um, he's very due for a podium finish to get him plus money at plus plus one forty. Uh, I think there's some good value there. And I think that Ferrari car still does have some pace, even if it's still kind of a shit box. So Charles Leclerc on the podium plus one forty. Um, uh, my next bet is Checo Perez. Uh, fastest lap plus 350. Um, I think Checo's maybe a little pissed that he didn't get fastest lap last weekend after his team sort of sabotaged him and Max kind of just kind of spit in his face and stole the fastest lap at the end. So I think Checo might have a little bit of vengeance on his mind and might try to grab that extra point, um, without the blessings of his team late in the race. So look for that. Checo Perez, fastest lap plus that's a horrible line. That's like I a know, right? line. I know, like, right? Like, that's a Close really good betters line. Good value there. Really good like, value. Because, like, even if he's in second and he has a wide enough gap, they'll pit him yep. and get fastest lap to get him in second because, like, he's not yep. going to 
if he can't compete. That's a terrible line. Like, great for the betters back home. Like, yep. I'm going to hammer that now, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we're hammering that. Matt's yep. going right into his DraftKings account right now. And literally, <laughs> literally is exactly what's happening yep. as we speak. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, so I had McLaren for fast pit, pit stop. Matt talked me out of it. Yeah. Um, they're, they're plus 650. I thought, you know, they were the best team last year. Maybe they're going to get one at some point. It was just kind of waiting for it to happen. I'm going to nix it. And I'm going to go with Ferrari, uh, fastest pit stop. I think they're two for two. Their pit team looked like they worked hard in the off season. Those guys are jacked. They're, they're moving hard. They're moving the jacks around and all that stuff, uh, in record time. They've been unbelievable. So we're going to go Ferrari fastest pit stop at plus. I think it's 150 right now. Hell yeah, brother, man. Fire it up. I do like that. Like they had the fastest lap last weekend. Um, and I think that that is a really good bet. I'm I'm stunned. I'm stunned at the Checo Perez one. Me too. It's almost like as if somebody didn't know how like Formula One works. Like if you are predicting Max to win the race at him being minus three thirty, like logically you should be downplaying his teammate for the fastest lap of the race in terms of lines. Like. Yeah, that'd be a nice parlay, uh, Max, to win the race. I'm doing that right now. Checo, fastest lap. I'm doing that literally right now, to be honest with you. That is a phenomenal parlay. I'm going to make some cash this weekend. I'm doing this, like, right now, in real time. Checo Perez, Max Verstappen. Wow. This is incredible. Plus 486 parlay. Wow. Hopefully these lines don't change by the time this episode drops because our listeners will be dying to get into this bet. Well, maybe yeah. they should be listening live. Yeah, it's their loss, man. They're lost. They're lost. Um, yeah. Sam, three good bets, quality, not quantity. Love that. I can't wait for your matchup bets. You've been on fire this year. I think you're like seven and two, which is phenomenal, which is really good work. Um, guys, Australia Grand Prix, 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Sunday, March, who cares? Um, I'm super pumped. 1 a.m. I'm going to be staying up all night. Can't wait. Going to be jacked up. Going to have a nice uh, nice little drink. And any final thoughts heading into race week, guys? Uh, yeah, I cannot wait for this race. We'll be staying up. We'll be having a blast. We'll probably be watching together. Yeah. Um, it'll be a good time. Hell yeah, brother. Stefano, final thoughts going into race weekend. We'll get to see free practice at night, which is cool. Man, we get to see the whole weekend at night. It's like you said, feels like a, a night race, even though it's technically going to be during the day, local time. Yeah, it's kind For of us, a mind fuck. It is. Weird. It is. We don't get these very often. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one because last time in Japan, it was wacky because of all the rain. Yeah. Um, is that some Australia? stupid event that night? Yeah. Yeah. Some dumb event for some weirdo. Um but yeah, hopefully no weather delays affecting the broadcast and we get a nice, smooth viewership experience. I hope Liberty Media is listening. Um, but yeah, can't wait. It's going to be a great Hi. race. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Fire it up. up. Fire it up.